0: Welcome, everybody, to What's Your Story. Michael DeLulio here with Deborah Luna. Hello, hello. Um, You know, I I wanted to kick off the show today. We're, you know, kind of just in the aftermath of uh, the 50th anniversary Mm Paychex Employee Meeting that we did virtually. Yep. We've talked about that on the podcast before. But, you know, what I was thinking about, I'd like to start with maybe a a philosophical, a rhetorical question. Like it, you I might like say, going deep from the beginning here. Deborah, what is if I say something is a lo- took a long time? How, how long is a long time?
1: Um, well, I mean, I guess it depends on what it is you're doing.
0: Yeah. So, like, my kids in the car it takes a long time to get everywhere. Right. When I'm in the grocery store, my wife says I take a long time. <laughs> when I think about my paychecks career. Yeah. So it'll be 11 years. Uh, well, it was 11 years in May. Yeah. I sometimes think I've been at paychecks for a long time. Yeah. But that has to get put in context with our guest today.
1: Yes, I'm so excited for this guest.
0: <laughs> so, uh, with us uh, here at, in the studio at Panorama Trail, we've got Kathy Angelidis, and uh, she's an IT architect here in Rochester. Mm-hmm. And Kathy, you've been at Paychex for how long?
2: It's about forty-seven and a half years. Unbelievable.
1: You know? I think it is. It fair to say that you are the longest-standing, consistent Paychex employee. I think that's. I think uh, I you hold the mantle. So, yes. Yeah. I mean, other than Tom, who's still, you know, on the board, obviously, Tom Galisano's still on the board, still obviously very, uh, you know, much a, a part of the the culture and the history here. But in terms of day to day activity, you hold the mantle for paychecks, veteran extraordinaire. Yeah.
0: And I, I don't want to get uh, I'm, I'm very excited. I don't want to get too wildly out of uh, sync with how we usually run the show. So let's let's try to keep that consistent. So yeah. you've been with paychecks 47-ish years. What is the role of an IT architect? What do you do day to day?
2: Uh, Well, I'm a data architect, so I work with project teams to design the database that's going to service their application that they're that they're writing that they're designing.
1: And and I have to imagine 47 and a half years ago, the term data architect was not a a role. So where did you start? (laughs) How did you get from from point A to point Z? I guess as as it were.
0: Yeah, or at least the beginning. Where did that? Yeah. Do you remember what number? Like hire you were into the company and kind of what that first job was?
2: Well, if you don't count Tom, I was the second person hired. He had left his former employer and taken an employee with him. And then as I understand it, her husband was in the military. They moved to one of the Carolinas and he needed a replacement. So that was me.
0: What was the the feeling like being part of Paychex at, at the beginning when it was so so young and entrepreneurial? What was that? Exciting, scary, what did it feel like?
2: You know, I was too young to be scared. I was just out of college. I was 20 years old. I didn't know any better. I probably should have been scared. <laughs> When I started, there were 40 clients. And I actually started in 1971, towards the end of the year, October. So it was evidently a slow start to, uh, to paychecks, which was called Paymaster at the time.
1: Mm-hmm. In terms of your responsibilities, I mean, with only a couple of employees on the, on the ro- roster <laughs> and 40 clients to service, what was your day-to-day back then? What were you responsible for?
2: Well, communicating with clients, taking payroll information, interfacing with the people who did our processing. And then after a while, Tom decided that I should also get my feet wet uh, doing some sales, which I have to say I wasn't very comfortable (laughs) with. But um, I did it. And uh, he was good at kind of pushing you to do uncomfortable things and expand your horizons. Yeah.
1: I think probably setting the stage for you know what we talk about here is the the cross functional opportunities and you know we see a lot of people going from service roles to sales roles or corporate to marketing to you know bouncing all throughout the organization. Um, So it sounds like that was some early foundational framework of of that. You might have been the first cross functional (laughs) move as well within the organization. That could be. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah.
0: You You know, from my own experience and reading some of Tom's book, we have such a such a system, like a tried and true system for training people who are in that kind of role, which obviously at the time hadn't been all built yet, perhaps. But did you feel helped by the, you know, kind of the teaching that at least Tom was able to provide to help you do something that maybe wasn't natural?
2: Oh, of course. Um, And he was very supportive. You know, he helped me feel, if not comfortable, at least adequate (laughs) in terms of, uh, It wasn't going out and meeting prospective customers as much as it was the selling component. Mm -hmm. I was always comfortable uh, with clients or even prospective clients, but selling somebody something wasn't my strong suit. But I did okay, added a few clients here and there, and uh, we were growing, not quickly, but we were growing.
0: When you think about the whole, you know, that's almost 50 years is a long time. Do you you know roughly how many roles maybe you've held the whole time you've been at Paychex, and are any of them your favorite that stick (laughs) out?
2: Early on, when there were very few employees, we all kind of did all roles. Mm -hmm. So you got used to operating the computer. You got used to talking to clients, taking payroll information, uh, handling problem calls. Um, Based on my college background, I even did some programming in early years. Um, You wouldn't want me to do that now. I'm kind of stuck (laughs) in the old COBOL world. But I have kept up to date on uh, the trends in databases and database design. So that's really where I feel most comfortable. I really enjoy working with the project teams, developing uh, something that's going to be useful for our clients.
1: Yeah. So, you know, one of the the motivators for us inviting you on today was the wave of paychecks pride that I think our employees felt after the all company meeting and hearing from Tom directly, uh, I think really lends itself to this desire for the the history, the sentimentality. And one of the stories that Tom shared, was this prank between him and Gene Policini, where hmm. he raised Gene's uh, Mercedes up on a crane? Can you think of some some stories like that? Of uh, as you were up and coming, as as the the startup paychecks was evolving, um, some fun anecdotes or or stories about what the the office culture was like even then.
2: Well, one of the stories that Tom likes to tell, uh, I think it was a Friday, and we were in the office at. Lake Avenue and he called me and and one other person into his office and he with a very stern voice and I'm sure everybody in the office was saying uh-oh what's, uh, what's Tom upset about or what's he mad about um, and when we got in the office he closed the door which also was something he didn't do often and he said come on we're gonna go out for a drink he opened the window and we went out the window and uh, I don't remember exactly where we went for our drink, but. Uh, oh,
1: that's so was... funny. And were you, was it to celebrate something or just that, you know, like you said, like the end of a Friday, let's, you know. Yeah, I think it was just a little a summer pray. Friday to kind of head out a couple yeah. minutes early. I love that. That's great. <laughs>
0: <laughs> as, as we kind of move mentally past, you know, the, the time when it's only five employees and they build up a little bit to where, you know, there's enough people that it starts to feel like, okay, we're building an organization here. It starts to form a culture. From that point to today, what are some of the ways you think you've you've seen the company sort of evolve? Like, what are some of the, the big changes that you've seen happen and, um, you know, that make you proud to have kind of been here through all that?
2: Well, I think that in many ways, the consistency, and maybe we haven't changed so much. Um, the idea that Customers, clients are, uh, we're here to serve clients and do our best for them. That's always been a focus. And so, as much as we've changed and evolved, and certainly I can see that coming from an IT background, um, our focus on serving clients has remained constant.
0: Would you say something similar in terms of just the way we've treated employees? Is um, an employee of the business for that time.
2: Yeah, I think um, I always tell people if you have a chance to work at Paychex, uh, you know they treat their employees right, um, and it's a a company that offers great opportunities. So, yes, I think uh, you know Tom always treated me well um, <laughs> in those early days. Uh, I didn't know there was a an article where he had interviewed for Inc. Magazine. And it was the first time I realized that he, at times, had to use his credit card to pay my paycheck. He never missed a paycheck. It was, uh, the early days were, he kept a lot hidden in Mm -hmm. terms of, you know, at times, um, maybe how desperate the the finances were.
1: Yeah, yeah, but he had that faith that the rubber was going to hit the road and it certainly has um i think too you know one of the things that has i think always been a part of the organization from what i've heard from from tenured employees who have been here is the culture at paychex and obviously now with you know over the last 10 or 12 years there's been a more formal culture program and there's been you know formal assigned values but would you say that those those six company values that we live by and that we aspire to um have really always been the cornerstones uh i would agree with that i think that um one of the
2: things that as paychecks employees we should be most proud of is the way we conduct ourselves mm-hmm. ethically mm-hmm. um and I know that integrity and ethics are very important to Tom. They're very important to
1: Marty. And I think that's why it's listed first, right? Is that without, without that, the others don't much matter, right? If you don't have the trust of your, of your clients, of your employees, of your shareholders, then the rest of it doesn't really much uh, much matter, I don't think.
0: I think the question that I've been wanting to build up to in this whole conversation, Uh-oh. Kathy. Oh and geez, here, here it comes. Seat, here, it comes. <laughs> here it comes. Over the course of 47 years, how many articles of Paychex clothing?
1: Oh, <laughs> yes, how much swag <laughs> and, do you have?
0: You know, from, from a pin <laughs> to a thumbtack to, uh, how many Paychex branded things do you think you might have?
2: Oh, I, maybe not as many as you'd think. Um, I tend to not wear T-shirts, so I, you know, I kind of pass those off to uh, to friends or or uh, my daughter, but she no longer wears t-shirts either. Uh, so, um, but I, I have enough. Yeah.
1: Do you have a most prized paychecks? I'll ask a, a 2 question: a favorite paychecks memory, and a most prized paychecks possession. Whether it's you know a, a swag article or an anniversary gift or you know, something from uh, from a, a particular honor or achievement.
2: There is an IT award for outstanding performance. I can't remember the name of the award. And uh, that, now that I've cleaned up my office, has a prominent place in my home office. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think the other thing that I value the most is my nomination for IT Woman of the Year, mm-hmm. and not so much the award because I did win it, which was which was wonderful. But the nomination that another long-term paychecks employee who's now retired, Kathy and Alicia wrote, which was probably <laughs> the very nice thing she had to say about me is uh, the reason I won that award. Yeah,
1: so. and was that through Tech Rochester here in Rochester? Yes, yeah, that's awesome. That's great.
0: Well, I, I've loved hearing all these stories. Yeah, I mean, I
1: could sit here and, and pick your brain on, on these, uh, these anecdotes for, for hours, but I, I'm, I'm so happy that you were able to come and sit down with us and any predictions for what the next 50 years will bring.
2: Oh, my goodness. I couldn't have imagined when I started and we had 40 clients that we'd have 800,000 clients. That number just was unimaginable. And I still remember we had a a celebration, which seemed big at the time for our 500th client. <laughs> you know, so this is uh, where else can it go? Can we double in size? Why not? You sure. know? Yeah.
0: Um, well, I'm I'm happy to say that we uh, we've already got you booked for the hundredth anniversary.
1: Yeah. So, <laughs> so clear your calendar, Kathy, because you're coming back. Well, we'll get you a, we'll get you a t-shirt.
0: <laughs> They're coming back in style back. t-shirts. <laughs> right. <laughs> All right, thank you everybody for listening. Thank you so much, Kathy, yes. and uh happy 50th paychecks.
1: Yes, thank you so much. Thank you. This podcast is property of Paychecks Inc 2021. All rights reserved.